Welcome to Kanza Radio, a weekly update on the people, events, activities, and initiatives of the Kahn Nation, people of the South Wind, on 1230 WBBZ and 1047 The Bull. Now from the Kahn Nation Studios, this week's edition of Kanza Radio. Today we have, once again, Kahn Nation's fearless leader of social services. He's the director. And I was just thinking about it, Andrew, you, uh... You have made an unprecedented landmark with Konza Radio today. This is your third appearance, which makes you the title holder for mm. most frequent Konza Radio guest. <laughs> so, well, I would like to thank you for being such a sport. I mean, with the great work you do as part of social services, you, you honestly can't have too many of these keeping people updated on everything you do. But agreed. That being said, you are a you're a huge sport, and you're always you're always there when we when we need a a warm body in that seat to talk to. <laughs> I appreciate it. Anytime you need me. I remember the first time you sat down. We did. We talked a little bit about your about your past, how you grew up in the area, went to school here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Something I learned about you since then, which is actually very interesting, I, I didn't originally know that you're actually a college athlete as well. Yes, that is correct. Now, um, track and field, was it? Track and field and cross country. Yep. Interesting. So, Once make, upon a time. That makes you go up a few notches here. Yeah, um, <laughs> you were mentioning the, the sub-five-minute mile that you were achieving, yeah. the, the ever-elusive. I guess that's becoming a little more common these days. Definitely but. more common these days. When I was in high school, it was not, um, but yes. Yeah, yeah, still still very, very impressive. I appreciate it. Uh, in the Couldn't company. do it today if I tried, but I appreciate <laughs> it. You have been throwing those running shoes on a little more lately, though, haven't you? A little bit more, yeah, All trying right. to get back out there, trying to, to get some of this... Uh, this fat off me. I know that, that probably people that know me have seen me probably would laugh at that statement, but um, getting older and you know how that goes. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's inevitable. So good for you getting those shoes back on. Speaking <clears throat> of um, college athletics, I also know that you are an OSU Cowboys fan. <laughs> or was it was it Sooners or yeah, Cowboys? It's I can't definitely remember. Sooners. I almost took off the headset after that. Man. I knew the answer to that. I just wanted to see the look on your face. You actually... You go to games pretty often out there, don't you? Go to games pretty often, as much as I can. Yeah, I try and get down there. Just went to the spring game um, just a few weeks ago. That was a blast. How um, are we looking? Um, pretty excited about this upcoming season? It's early. Definitely early. Um, there's definitely some big question marks, but, you know, it's springtime, and hopefully they'll have enough time to change things around. Spring so. and optimism is in the air. Very good, <laughs> very good. Let's touch back on... Some of the things we covered in the previous interview, um, something I'm very excited about that happy to announce it's, it's official at this point, especially by the time people will be hearing this air. Definitely. You can now apply for any of the social service programs online. Absolutely. Within the website, no need to scan documents, no need to print documents, no need to mail anything, et cetera, et cetera. That being said, if you're still comfortable with some of those methods, by all, that'll still be available. But Definitely. if you just want to click a few times, fill out a few a few fields, and hit send, that will get to Andrew and Fallon in that department just the same. And it's it's actually easier for both sides doing it that way. So that's something we've been game planning on, dialing in, revising. You know, um, yep. the learning curve was was definitely there, but. 
we're here and, and we have the we have that functionality within the social services web page. That's very exciting. In terms of uh, some of the other things we're doing, we also mentioned that we were putting together a pamphlet that outlines all of the services. That's um that's printed, that's available, that's designed. That is also actually going to be available online as well. You can just click the button that describes it and that'll pull up a, a graphic for you to look at and read just the same. You can print it if you like. What are some other developments we've got going on with social services department, Andrew? Last time, or one of the last times I was in here, I know this is the third time now, we we spoke a little bit about LIHEAP and LIWAP, those different programs. Um, mm-hmm. So as I told you before, LIHEAP, it's Low Income Housing Energy Assistance Program, and LIWAP is Low Income Housing Water Assistance Program. So we use those in conjunction most times. The application for that um, has both of those listed on there. This is something that I want to remind our tribal members of right now as summer starts. I know, um, being a resident of Ponca City, I know how uh, those utility bills look in the summer, and I want to remind our tribal members that we do hold this program. Um, It is a grant program, so it is income-based, and it has several different requirements, um, but it can absolutely help assist on utility bills, propane bills, gas bills, water bills. Um, That's something that we see regularly and is starting to uh, pick up now. Like I said, as summer starting. So I want to remind everybody of that. And also through that LIHEAP grant, we have purchased some utility items such as fans, blankets, heaters, and socks. Now I know the, the blankets, heaters, and socks may not be as applicable currently, but the fans obviously are definitely starting to pick up. So I want to remind any of our tribal members that did not receive those last year so long as you can meet our LIHEAP qualifications, you are welcome to come fill out an uh, application with us and pick that up. Another one of the qualifications for those programs that you're speaking about, the LIHEAP and the LIWAP, do those also involve um, geographical restrictions? Do you have to be in the greater K County area, or how does that look? Yes, absolutely. That's another. That's a great point, Lonnie. Um, LIHEAP, since it is a grant, it revolves around our service area, so we're looking at K County. When I say K County and when I say LIHEAP, with it being a grant, it does not necessarily need to be Call Nation tribal members that are applying with us. So long as they are a member of a federally recognized tribe and live within K County and qualify with their income, then we should be able to assist them on those utility bills. Excellent. So let people know about that, especially as we get into this this warm, warm weather. Like you said, mm-hmm. some of those items are more relevant in the winter, but we all know how wonderfully, fantastically scorching hot it gets in this area, <laughs> especially with the humidity. I mean, we're in we're in a little bit of a drought now, so I don't know if the humidity is as much of a factor. That might be a good thing if it starts getting humid. Maybe get some <laughs> rain. You're used to Reno, man. That's oh problem. yeah. The uh, the high desert in Nevada. That's this humidity is a whole mm. is a whole new thing. Maybe I brought some of that dryness with me because <laughs> I don't think so. I've lived here my whole life. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, but no. Um, also, I wanted to kind of mention the school pro- clothing program. We've had a few members that have already been asking us uh, about this. We're actually we're trying to get this kicked off this year around the middle of July before August when typically school starts. We don't have an official date at this time. We're currently trying to make some changes to the program. One of the things that we are looking to try and get changed, it hasn't quite been um, approved at this time. However, I think that it very well 
should be by the time that the program kicks off. In past years, like you mentioned, us having a service area with LIHEAP, the school clothing program has kind of worked to the same. It's been a 150-mile radius from Call City. Um, so there are some members, well, you probably know, like yourself, members that are out in Nevada, they would not qualify. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to extend this out for all of our members nationwide, um, the school clothing program for kids that are pre-K age through 12th grade, so their senior year of high school. Um, this is something that hasn't been done before, and it will likely be um, a learning curve trying to get this kicked off and get the program how we want it to be. However, I, I believe that this would be excellent for our members that are out of state that are you know, trying to expand their education and further themselves. Why would we not try to help those members out? So uh, with that being said as well, I know that we probably will not add this this year because we're adding changes to it already. However, I would like to probably next year try and expand that out to college-age kids as well out of state so that if they're furthering their education, they're trying to better themselves and make a better life for themselves in my mind, why would we not want to help those college travel members out? As a director, you are often going to bat to try to expand our services to try to benefit more and more of our tribal citizens. So this program, it's the school assistance program, is it called? The school clothing program. School clothing program. It basically involves a gift card. Yes. So okay. in past years, the amounts have changed. Um, but I believe this year with us expanding this out, I believe we're going to be looking around $150 per member. Um, I think last year we did 200 and we've dropped it down this year because we know or we anticipate to see more members that are applying for this. Applications for this, when this program becomes enabled, will also be available on the social services webpage within yep. connation.gov. So if you know of any tribal citizens, any family members you have that are out of state, that are anywhere else in the U.S., this is something that's going to be available <clears throat> to them as well. So. Make sure you're letting as many people as you can know. I know that a lot of these programs recently, we're not getting all qualified applicants to apply. And these programs we want, that's not our goal. Our goal is to get everybody who needs it the help. Um, I know that being from Northern Nevada, I wouldn't be checking up on the website as often as I probably should have. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've come to learn since moving out here to work that, I, I missed out on a lot of opportunities um, through See, college, through school, and I should have I should have definitely been more on top of that. So we want to make sure that everybody's communicating to anybody they know and spreading that word. Word of mouth is our most powerful promotion tool that we have. Um, as much as you might think that this amazing radio show is is getting to everybody, <laughs> we we know that it's the uh, the intertribal forms of communications that really that really spread the word the most effectively. Absolutely. And with that being said, Lonnie, I'm actually we're trying to uh, hopefully soon um, release an advertisement regarding the changes to the program and the changes that are being made to the website as as far as the online applications go because that's something new. Um, just like you said, just to let everybody know, make sure that they're aware and that, you know, they're not missing out on something that may be beneficial to them or their families. Yeah. I know you're working on that. We, we don't have anything etched in stone, No, not quite the green light just yet, but it's interesting to just consider the, the, the application of this, this technology that we're working with, with an advertising agency. Essentially we can, we can target specific households 
with advertisements on streaming services. So let's say we have tribal citizens that are watching Hulu, watching Pluto TV, that sort of thing. The commercials that some of those shows break away to could essentially be informing Ka Nation tribal citizens about the various social services that are available, as well as the ability to apply online. I've got my fingers crossed for that. I, I hope that we get the green light on that. If not as soon as we'd like, I'm sure it's only a matter of time because the efficiency of basically being able to specifically get this information in front of only tribal citizens, no more, no less, is it doesn't get any better. Technology is a beautiful thing, man. Andrew, it's been good. Thank you so much for being a sport once again. Absolutely. I look forward to sitting you down and, and doing further updates and talking about the, the this upcoming wonderful college football season as well. Absolutely. Thank you, Lonnie, for having me, and um, I appreciate you trying to get the word out about our programs to all of our tribal members. This is Kanza Radio, a service of the Kaw Nation of Oklahoma. Sitting down with us for a second time is Storm Brave. She's the language department director for Kaw Nation. Thank you, Storm, for coming in. Thank you for asking me. You've been very busy lately. You've got a lot of things going on. Something I'd like to mention right out of the gate is the survey that you actually have available on our website. The link to it is on our homepage, connation.gov. This survey is very important. It's, it's important for a lot of people to participate in it, and it'll actually help your department, correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, it's actually a really short survey. I think it's under 10 questions. The more people that participate and complete the survey, it hires our chances to get funded through the Administration for Native Americans, which is a grant. We are looking to collect more data, and so we're able to serve our people a lot better with the survey and with our classes. So yeah, it's very important. Anybody that can take a quick moment to complete that survey would be very helpful. Again, it's on our, a link to it's on our homepage, connation.gov. Your students recently participated in the Oklahoma Native American Language Fair, and from what I'm hearing, they did very well. Tell us a little bit about this. How'd that go this year? It went really well. All of the students that took part in the fair placed. I was very proud of them, and it it takes a lot of work, myself and my other teachers at the language department, and we traveled to Norman, Oklahoma. We stayed the night on Sunday, and we were able to wake up and perform on Monday morning. And on Tuesday as well, all of our students on our language team, Tajay Sage, they start practicing for the language fair at the um, last week of December, and they continue that practice until the first week of April when it's time to go to competition. So it takes a lot of dedication for our students. Some of them are athletes. They come from four different school districts. They come from Peckham, Newkirk, Scheidler, and Pohai. And so getting all of them together on Tuesdays and Fridays after school, it was a lot of uh, commitment for them and their athletes as well. And they have other extracurricular activities. So just seeing them as young people and young Gonze people, putting that much effort into learning their language and revitalizing their language, it, it means a lot. I look for them to be leaders and speakers to carry on our language for generations. So I was really proud of them. Yeah, very do. impressive. I had a chance to go to one of your rehearsals before the actual event, and I was blown away at how well these kids are able to speak the language, the different things that they're able to memorize. And it was neat because they, they all had their own theme. Um, 
they, a lot of them kind of just base their performance around their personal interests, things they like. I even, if I remember correctly, one was based around Minecraft. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, a lot of them... They did come up with the, and compose their own skits. Uh, a lot of our skits this year had a lot of history in them with uh, some of our Gonze people from a long day ago. Like we had, um, for instance, a speech by Miss Clara Littlewalker, and she was one of our last full-blood Gonze. She delivered this speech, I'm not sure where, but uh, one of our students, J.C. Papan, she translated that speech into Gonze Ia and spoke spoke it at the language fair, and then I had another student, Sam Spotted Bear, who performed The Seven Rules of Life by Charles Curtis, and a lot of people don't know this about Charles Curtis. He was the first Native American vice president of the United States, and he was actually uh, enrolled in the, the Caw Nation, so that's a cool fun fact about our tribe and something to be proud of, and he did a really good job delivering that. We had a few prayers, other skits, and traditional stories that the kids were able to deliver and perform really well. Incorporating a lot of the culture, a lot of our history into this. Something we spoke about in your last appearance, you were planning to create a garden at our powwow grounds out at Washunga Bay. That is currently underway. You're making some great progress with this. What are some of the things you're growing out at this garden? So about... Three weeks ago, we planted potatoes, carrots, lettuce, corn, onions, and strawberries. And then last week, we put in peppers and tomato plants. So those should be taken off. We also got a fence built around our garden now to protect it from the deer that like to come and visit, the turkeys, and there's lots of wildlife out there that see that garden yeah, they, I'm sure they're targeting it. What are what are some of the ways that we're going to use the, the things you're growing out there? So the goal uh, for the garden is to produce enough um, vegetables and resources to provide rations for our powwow uh, the first weekend of August and hopefully able to pr pass out some of those, the fresh produce from the garden at the camps. And this is also going to be part of an upcoming um, program that you have with your language department, gardening lessons. Um, you'll be doing this with some of your students starting in May, I believe. Mm -hmm. So the garden is actually, we were able to do this garden through a grant from Harvard University. They funded it. What we want to do is create more language lessons and vocabulary that we already have, but sometimes if you're not, if you're not thinking about it, then you by using a garden or something, you'll you'll be able to create more curriculum and things from just staying on one subject. So we hope to produce good curriculum for our people and our kids. It's going to be pretty much an outdoor classroom for our students. They'll be planting and, and taking part in making it successful. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to help your students um, continue to learn the language, incorporating it into experiences like this hands-on experience where they, they're actually um, participating in, in the things that they're doing with their language. Speaking of some of your lessons and the, the things you're doing with the language department, you recently completed your first beginner class that was available online as well as in person. Um, how did that go? It went really well. I think we had a few little things that we had to deal with in Zoom 
and we finally worked all of those kinks out by the end of it. I think we had involvement from about 15 people, and that was long distance and here locally, and like you said, it was on Zoom, and it was in person, and that was one of our first classes to actually run like that, and I think it's definitely going to be something that we continue, so... Yeah, I, I participated in it as well. It was it was very educational. Um, I look forward to participating in um, future classes as well. When are you holding this again? That should pick up around either in June or July. Okay. And I'll be sure to include links to that and more information as it approaches on our website. Another big event that's coming up is the 7th Annual Youth Language Powwow. I believe this is coming up um, May 20th, correct? You've already done six of these. How have they been going, and what are you looking forward to with this with this upcoming powwow? So the, the Youth Language Powwow was something that I started, well, seven years ago, since this is our seventh annual uh, language powwow, and it was to kind of honor our students and especially our youth that dedicate their time to learning Kanzaiye and it's for them to kind of celebrate their success at language fair and to kind of encourage them to continue that and um, we will also be having <clears throat> I think a like a few keynote speakers at this for our youth to listen in and it, it will be in the afternoon and evening. That's something I started last year is a gourd dance in the afternoon and then a, like a social dance in the evening. And we last year, I think we added a girls contest 7 through 17 and a boys contest 7 through 17. So that kind of attracts more youth and it's good for all of our tribes around here to kind of get together and kind of celebrate one thing, which is language revitalization. So. Looking forward to that. Yeah, you usually get a good amount of people that show up to this. Um, there's no tickets required, anything like that. Just come out and enjoy the and enjoy the event. If anybody wants to reach out to you or has further questions about this, they can they can call you directly, right? Five eight zero two six nine two seven three nine. Yes, that's correct. And we're actually looking and hoping that people reach out to us for vendors and other things that our our kids are able to visit and include around our powwow. So that, that would be nice. Yeah. This powwow is a good opportunity for anybody that wants to participate as a vendor. It's a great way to, um, let people see your products and services and potentially gain new customers. Cause a lot of people come out and, and participate and they usually are very interested in the vendors that are out there. So again, this will be May 20th. Sounds like you have the dances and festivities starting around 2 p.m. in the afternoon. They go on into the evening. There will also be a supper available. Yes, okay. that will be at 5. It's a traditional meal. And something unique about our powwow is that it's a youth powwow. So all of our head staff, our head lady, our head man, arena directors, and everyone, they're, they're all youth. And our even our head cook, she's junior at, or a sophomore at Scheidler High School. So everyone, it's it's good for them to learn at this age how to do these things. It's another way of keeping our traditions and our culture alive. The I'm sure the meal would be wonderful, and we're just ready to, to get this one going. Yes, big shout-out to Rock and Brews Casino, our casino out in uh, Bremen. They are supporting this event as well. 
Yes, uh, Rock and Brews is one of our our big sponsors, and we're pretty grateful for them. They help us uh, do a lot of things and help us be even more successful. So, excellent. So we're looking forward to this upcoming event. Thank you so much for everything you do for Con Nation and the language department, preserving our culture, preserving our language, and and teaching our youth. Sure, we belong. We don't be talking care. Did you know that the Kaw Nation now has an Indian veteran representative to assist vets with a variety of services, including medical benefits, widow's pension, and much more? For more information, visit our website at KawNation.com. Are you looking for a fun way to be active and live a healthy lifestyle? Kanza Wellness Center in Newkirk is your destination for state-of-the-art cardio machines, a full weight room, and group fitness classes for all ages and fitness levels. Also, get a game of pickleball started next door at the Macaulay Gymnasium. Want to rent our facilities for a private party with bounce house included? No problem. Call 580-362-1444 to find out more. For health, fitness, and fun, come see us at the Kanza Wellness Center at 3201 East River Road in Newkirk, Oklahoma, next to the Kanza Clinic, where the pharmacy is now open through lunch. You're listening to Kanza Radio on 1230 WBBZ and 1047 The Bull. For more information, visit KanNation.com. Sitting down with us is Lindsay Spotted Bear. She's the contact rep for the subsidy program for Con Nation Child Development Program. Thank you for sitting down with us, Lindsay. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about your background. I know that you worked with the child care development program as a teacher for a number of years. Tell us a little bit about what led you into becoming the contact rep, which was a bit of a promotion. Yes, I had worked for a teacher for quite a few years with the kids. And when the contact rep position opened up, because the person that had previously been in that position was promoted to our director, I voiced that I was very interested in it. And I applied and ended up getting the position, which is awesome. Yeah, here we are. Tell us a little bit about this subsidy program. I know that it enrolls Native American children. It helps them afford child care, right? Yes, it's a program for Native American children that are enrolled, and it helps the parents to be able to afford child care or after-school costs. Okay. Now, is that income-based for the most part? Um, yes. It goes off their income and household size, and then we would figure those numbers, and they would come up with a copay. Okay. And this is above and beyond just the Con Nation Child Development Center, right? This is for a number of daycares, home child care, after-school programs. You mentioned that you work with in the neighborhood of 20 providers in the area? Yes, that's correct. We have daycare centers. We have after-school programs like Ponca City's Cat Care. We have some home centers. And you're across a number of counties as well. Yes, we cover Kay County, Cowley County, Sedgwick County, and Sumner County as well. Okay, so it goes into Kansas a little bit too. Now, one of your main objectives this year, you mentioned, is you really want to grow this program. You want to spread awareness and you want to let people know that you're out there and that these resources are there to help them, right? Yes. A lot of parents don't know about our program, and it's just a great resource for the Native American families. This program does a lot to help the families, like you mentioned. It also does a lot and provides resources for the child care providers themselves, right? Like the teachers and, and the people that work in these places. Yes. We're very fortunate to get different grants in, and we're able to help the providers themselves with getting equipment for the kids, books, bicycles, different things like that. Whenever a need arises, we can help cover those at different Different times. Excellent. And 
you're also able to kind of help with continuing education, right? And different like training programs, that sort of thing. We do a provider training once a year for all of our providers. And we usually have Lakeshore come and speak or other well-known speakers in this organization and field. Collaborating with other people is great. Yes. What are some of the other organizations and agencies that you're working with to grow and improve this program and this subsidy? We have a coalition meeting that I go to once a month in Wichita at the Mid-American All-American Museum, mm. and different organizations come and just kind of work together to... To spread awareness. To spread awareness and get like-minded individuals together. Like Hunter Health puts on a lot of different things, and then they have MMW organizations that get together just to try and promote people working together. That's incredible. So you're out there, you're doing a lot of things, you're working with a lot of different people, and you're actually very hands-on locally with the Caw Nation Child Development Program. And for anybody that's interested in contacting you and inquiring further about this program, is there a good phone number they could reach out to? Yes, they could reach me at my office. The number is 580-362-4114. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for coming in, talking to us a little bit. We're actually going to be getting some uh, promotional materials designed and put together to perpetuate out into the local communities to just basically let a lot of these parents know that this program exists. Um, I look forward to speaking with you again in the near future about developments with this program. And thank you again. Thank you. You've been listening to Konza Radio, a weekly update on the people, events, activities, and services of the Con Nation. For more information, visit our website at connation.com or connation on Facebook. Listen again next week at this same time for another edition of Konza Radio.